You're listening to the Talking Tough Podcast. Creating tough minds for fitness, nutrition, and business. With your hosts, Rob Foster and Josh Phelps. In today's episode, it's lockdown 2.0 over... 2.0 and it's right, over. It's over. It's yeah. 2.0 over. And there you go. Goodbye. Um, we will be returning to the gym this week. And what are you going to be doing on your turn? Probably Reed. getting muscle soreness, I think, for most people. Yeah. Uh, bulking over the winter seems to be a thing a lot of people do. Kind of makes sense, I guess. Uh, but things to look out for when you're bulking and basically you're not just getting fat. Christmas is fueled by sugar. What does this mean for our bodies and our mind? So, um, yeah, I mean, well, we. It starts day one, doesn't it? Sugar-fueled Christmas when advent calendars. Well, weirdly, every day chocolate for breakfast. My advent calendar says there's only three days left to Christmas, so awkward. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't actually do them Did anymore. You buy them in January sale. Then. <laughs> oh, I've just wow. popped it. That was a such a deep, powerful laugh that I popped. Pop the mic. Uh, I don't actually do the advent calendar anymore because I now eat bags of chocolate instead uh, in the evening. I have a okay. whole bag of chocolate instead of just one small chocolate. Um, do you do it? Do you spread it out over the evening or just? Oh um, no, no mindless I've eating. I've got two hours movie, so I'll have a little bit here. That no, just go. Before, no, to be, to be honest, the, I've been good. I've uh, last month, which is kind of obviously in lockdown, I had to sort of have a word with myself. A lot of things <laughs> had gone to pot. I will say. Um, it slipped. So obviously, as for people listening, hopefully, well, I guess like I said, we're aware, newborn, uh, we're six and a bit weeks into it now. So six and a bit weeks. On, it's man. challenging. You know, there's the challenges that come along with that. Lack of sleep. Um, one of the really powerful things we talk about a lot of the time is obviously getting correct sleep. And obviously there's things that will stop you from doing that like a baby crying and needing mm. feeding every few hours so that's uh that's had its toll taking its toll a little bit um training's been yeah you know we've been doing it and this is yeah. you know these are the things again that habits um are great for and this is what i'm grateful for as well is that building habits and things that are just just so important to me that i just won't you know i've got to you got to be smart about it and say you you know people are like, oh why are you bothering you know if you're not sleeping it's better to get your sleep and do it yeah i get i get what you're saying and there is an argument for mm-hmm. that as well but there's also the argument for you know everything else that training does for me and i'm not going to go into the mental health side of things we've covered this a lot of times in the last few podcasts and bits but obviously for, for me physically being um challenged you know getting using my joints movement stuff i mean it's uh, the weekends i'm not really doing a great deal in terms of um what i call gym work but actually mm-hmm. more just walking physical activity going outside spending time with hazel with sue doing those things so i'm still active uh, for the most part you know probably on average in 15,000 steps a day you know we mm-hmm. super long walks um but in saying that you know i i'm cracking right i'm, I'm turning over to get hazel from the from the side and i'm like I was like, oh, that's a, that's a good noise. And, you know, you do feel a little bit. So I have to do the other movement stuff. You know, I know how important it is for me uh, on that side of things. I think the climb, and the, uh, climb back up the mountain will be harder if you don't oh, yeah, definitely. keep going, right? So yeah. it, 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 you, we know that if people stop, and, and this is we've said probably um, more so to members, but just don't, don't stop. Or if you do stop during lockdown, this is last month, obviously, um, just do a little bit during December because January will be so much easier to get going. And obviously it's still going to be quite a hard month for most people. Um, like I say, it's going to be a sugar-fueled month. It probably will be crazy because everyone's like, ah, we're all buzzed up on yeah. chocolate. No, I, I'm actually, I've got this weird January restart feeling in December, which I think is mm. pretty cool. Uh, this lockdown's kind of given me, a, I, don't know, I, don't know if, I don't know what you think about it, but 
it's almost like the lockdowns give you like a reset that you almost get on a new year or uh, whatever it be and you know we've missed out on some of the like summer bod stuff or whatever you want to call it and you know for certain people we all get different stages in which we're doing but weirdly I just kind of feel like my January goals are sort of starting now because um, usually this sort of time to time you know you're with clients we've gone through this quite a long period of training mm. and it's like post uh, summer and everyone's kind of really built up to looking forward to Christmas and Christmas parties and uh, not be funny but work stews I mean how many work stews well, well, actually last, last year yeah, yeah this was last year last well, the weekend just gone would have been I think it was uh, yeah, like a, a year ago yesterday tough social yeah game. I mean it was, it was the it was best awesome. social we've ever done like we literally peaked yeah we'll last do it again year. next year <laughs> well cheers for DJ that. Carlin back in everyone uh, literally everyone loved it I mean if you're listening and you enjoyed it please comment because it was it was great right and it was mm. it was and we had such a good time um, it was a little bit boozy not too bad but Everyone was in there socialising, you know, doing. We just had such a great, great time. The energy was huge, and you know, you think back to those times, it's like, wow, that's without being rude, that this feels like that was probably actually the last time I did a. So- it was the last time I did a social like that. Like, if you think about it, that technically was because you go into Christmas, all right, you might have had a bit of Christmas do. Then after Christmas, it was a bit. Chaotic. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I went away to Thailand, come back, and then it was, it was lockdown. I literally locked down you the country. You brought COVID back. Cheers. You, uh, you were one of the um, super spreaders. Super spreader. Um, so you know, it's it's been a crazy year. Anyway, that was good fun. You know, high energy. But anyway, this year it's kind of not happening, right? You've not got mm. work dudes going on. Like, you know, how many clients have you got? You know, I mean, one of your clients, a good, you know, long, long term client. I mean, bless him because he's got so many cli- his own clients. He was they, out every they, they single have, week. Uh, like, yeah. he literally. I mean, I'm guessing he's not doing it this year. It. Well, I think um, a lot of business is done on you know, in those social events um, in that corporate world and stuff. So, yeah, that's probably changed massively. Well, he, I remember your client, you being like, he's coming in this day, this day, this day, because literally back for the whole evening. of December, every single evening yeah. he's out entertaining. And you can't do it. You can't physically do it. You know, you're not allowed to go out and eat with uh, somebody outside your household now. So even if you'd eat and have a drink or whatever, mm. you, you can't, it can't be done now. So, you know, this, it's a very, very different build up. So I think if we look at this, well, you don't have to, you look at it however you want to. Um, enjoy it. You've got to enjoy this. You know, you've got to look at the positives. I don't know, I still don't know actually, if I'm really honest with you, it's probably quite embarrassing to admit that what the rules are around the breaks no, over think, Christmas. I, I think, think anyone that, knows. Is that 16th or 8th we get told something like that I mean it, it, is, it is what it is it's going to be different and you've got to you've got to be happy you've got to enjoy life you know there's so many t- I can't express it enough how much we can be so grateful for everything around us but you know bring positivity bring joy be the energy around people um, and how do we create energy well you know you get active you get energy you get energy to do the thing by doing the things um, and it's going to be a hard place to be if you're that person as you say just come to a standstill you just got to keep keep on rolling um, and keep moving and keep positive and so right now I'm at this point for myself personally completely selfishly where um yeah, each day I'm having to buzz up on caffeine. All right, probably probably consuming a bit more caffeine than I should be. Um, but so I can get going and doing those things, doing the exercise, uh, looking at you know my lifestyle habits. And one of those things was the chocolate in the evening. Uh, and if you say this month is very tempting uh, to be smashing down the sugar. So listen, we it, it, it can be whatever, and we can actually start off really with um, returning to the gym. And I say personally, uh, I've spoke to you about it because once again, putting it out there, training partner, somebody that keeps me accountable, always really important things. That's never changed. Um, we discussed actually 
you know, 2021, starting on a new program. We've got a program mm-hmm. that we're finishing off uh, this month. We've been pretty good with programs, even even throughout all this, haven't we? Yeah. We've actually started we've been, and listen, we're, we're fortunate, right? I mean, don't yeah. get me wrong, you've got home programs, and we've got home programs, which we're releasing again in, in January in a different format, so it's slightly clearer. Hopefully it'll be out before that, maybe even. But, I mean, we've been working hard in lockdown to create what we believe is an incredible program, just using uh, pretty much resistance bands, body weight, um, you know, and... Uh, and well we know people have got really good results we've had a couple of people like guinea pig it should we say through the lockdown and, and have done fantastic we've guinea pigged it we've done it ourselves we'll be sharing more on that uh, and a pretty exciting project we're going to be releasing in in the new year i'm putting this out there by the way to be accountable but mm. just basically about um you know us a little bit in some respects but people like us things that i'm experienced personally once again I, I do believe, like, you know, talking about, it sounds probably self-centered in some respects, but we're, we're experiencing things, right? We talk through experience because there's very much scientific facts and certain things, but we've worked with so many people. And when you experience it yourself and you get that real insight, that's why we see it's so important to try out these different programs, to try out different training. That's why we train every single day, pretty much, you know, uh, when we can, because experience teaches us how people are feeling potentially and how we feel on it and what people might experience so we can understand and relate to that um and returning back to the gym last time after lockdown Colin one of our trainers uh, and myself you know we both back went into like a real light testing and luckily I kept it light because I sort of knew my limitations and Colin unfortunately went a little bit heavier than what he should have done and unfortunately got you know his back uh, you know, he, you know, he suffers from a bit of a, you know, everyone. I think, to be honest, everyone that lifts has probably experienced a little bit of something going on uh, to a point where they're back. It doesn't make them a bad trainer or a bad coach or anything. You know, sometimes you just have certain days, and I mean, how many people come into the gym and go, oh yeah, I was doing some gardening, and then boom, it doesn't make them like a stupidly unfit person. They've just twisted or done something, and the body's reacted to it, and you know that can be through all sorts of different factors. Um, he probably lifted a bit heavy, and he said that may have been just because he was pushing himself a little bit more and we can get excited right we can all do it we've all done it and you've pushed that little bit too hard and actually i don't always blame people for doing it but what i would suggest is now if you're going back in no matter what your goal is return smart think about what you're doing don't go in once again if you've had a month off of lifting oh i've got to lift really heavy i've only got like you know three or four weeks before christmas and oh, i need to get back in i need to work hard you know get excited doing pre-workout for the first time in four weeks you're caffeined up you see the squat rack, you're loading on the 20s, best music's in your ear, boom. You know, you've got to be, you know, you've got to be controlled about it. And actually, once we said again, you'll feel pretty good just by doing like that. We did like a light session after, I think it was like three or four days. I had, uh, had a bit of a challenging week and hadn't really worked as hard as I could have in the gym, possibly. I think Friday, Saturday, Sunday, so it's three days. Monday, come back, did a, what you possibly could class as a light leg session. Mm. Um... But yeah, yeah, like, wow, yeah. light, you have to tell my quad something different. I was going up the steps, I think it was running up there. I was like, all right, okay, they're, uh, that, that's new. That shouldn't really be feeling it. We chucked in some um, sissy squats, didn't we? Yeah, Hadn't done that for a while. And so just by changing a movement, and that's body weight, technically, right? It's body weight. And it's a I body weight you movement. you even said that you find them... I do. Really challenging. Challenging. I was like, smashing through. I'm like, I really like these. You're like, yeah. Oh, so I think nothing worse than when you're training with someone's like, hey, yeah, this is easy. They could do this all day. And you're like, yeah, wow, I've done 10 reps and I'm absolutely hanging out. I've definitely got particularly tight quads. Mm. Um, and yeah, I would start loading them up and the lactate builds. And I've got no endurance. Um, and yeah, I was, yeah. I was loaded. And definitely Rob's like, to, um, yeah, another set of 15. We'll superset these now with some <laughs> Bulgarian splits. I'm like, are you, are you joking? You must be joking. He's definitely. 
definitely joking. He's not. Turn around. He's got two kettlebells in his hands. One foot's raised up on a on a step, and he's splitting away, smiling. You know, just loving life. And there's me nearly in tears. That's the thing is, the... <laughs> um, if you are training with someone else, I suppose, then as well, they may be at a different level. Like, not to say that I may be yeah, a different level. I might have done maybe a couple more training sessions than you whilst you were going you know, over the last few weeks when you were going through through stuff with your little one and things. So. Um, might be more adapted you know someone you're training with might be like been training consistently through lockdown and you haven't done anything and you go oh yeah well come on we'll start again they're they're a little bit ahead of you right and they they may not have been before but they are now or they may just be adapted to it or they want to push on they're crazy and you're like i just want to take it easy so kind of just find your own sort of path as well don't keep up with anyone else for for sure that's that's probably quite a good thing about training programs in itself right i mean it should be adapted to the individual yeah we discussed this before you can go on you can buy a program and even one of our programs like we've said it before i mean we don't really sort of we haven't really in the past done what i'd call like a a plug and play program because we know the differences that people will face and challenges but obviously with what we've developed now it, you know you can very much do it to your own pace and, and things along those lines and when you go in and you go right okay oh that guy is absolutely ripped up and he's put on this program and you follow it rep by rep and it's like oh first day you do it and you're buzzing you're like oh the soreness is fantastic because you know you you think it's the ultimate program well really it might just be an insane amount of volume for your body as well and actually two three weeks mm. down the line you could be in, in some you know you might be in some serious you know might be seriously struggling and put off by it so you've got to remember you've got to take it at your own pace and that all bodies are are different you know mm. uh, and actually you might as much as you may think like you know you're, you're experienced in training and you're not a novice which is great just still be aware of the amount of volume you're putting your body through for especially for natural athletes you know um i love saying athletes i, I, I could never class myself as an athlete by the way you know people say oh you're, you're a natural athlete. athlete of life i'm yes, just just like life get athlete. through each day that's why i want, yeah. I want a yeah. t-shirt saying athlete life, athlete af- life just very average athlete though like trademark that because semi, there's many there's probably some little taglines semi-athlete <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm a semi-athlete of life. Wow, that's a weird title. Anyway, Five days out of seven. Yeah. Athlete. Two days. <laughs> three, of, three of seven. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and so just think about it when you return, return smart. We're not going to touch on that for too long, but when, you're, when we're talking about returning smart, just, you know, go through the movements, practice the movements, you know. Try, you, you talk about it quite a yeah, lot, get, actually. Get better at the movements. Better versus movements. like trying to, do, people do this when they, when they complete like a hit session. It's do, doing more is better i've got to go faster I've got to do more reps do this thing we're at actually getting better at the movements making them feel you know work your body in probably a little bit more efficient way than just trying to do faster more reps wouldn't it be cool be- actually i was just thinking this sorry to bind but like an, an app and i'm this if anyone's clever enough to do this do it right mm. you go through like a range of motion test Okay, on, camera. on certain movements. Yeah, maybe on camera. Maybe that's the thing. You know, the future is like you get these cameras that scan you. Right? I mean, yeah. it's pretty, probably going to be quite costly at this, right? And then what happens is you perform the movements in front of it, a bit like, a, I guess, like a Wii camera or whatever, mm-hmm. and you do it. And it basically gives you a score out of, say, four, five, ten, whatever it is for that mm-hmm. movement, your range. And then, right, okay, I've busted out like a hundred press-ups. I'm like, wee, but really I've just been like woodpeckering or going down at half thing. Give you a percent. Your score is actually yeah. 40 well, I've just done 100. Yeah, but yeah. you did 100 really bad reps. And actually, he's just done 45 really good reps. He wins. He's like, oh, man. But that'd be quite Gamifying cool, it, it. Or do you mean just giving him, giving you giving you a bit of a Well, you can play against of... yourself, but review against yourself. Because as you just said, like you go into these hip programs, and it was like, oh, how many reps do you do? And like, you know, smashing through millions of reps. And it's like, without being rude, just because we said do as many as you can in a minute, 
doesn't mean you have to do as many bad ones as you can in a minute. You know, actually, I'd rather see somebody taking their time getting through it and do 12 reps versus the person who does 30 poor reps. Um, as you say, practice the movement, do that. And actually, you're probably going to challenge yourself more so. There's going to be a time and a place where you want to get your heart rate up for sure. But then work on movements that get your heart rate up, and that's your pure focus. Don't, you know, if you're, say, we're talking about the bodyweight squat, don't just start, you know, knee bending, bobbing, popping your head down and think you're doing something like, you know, so many ways around. to make the squat, the bodyweight squat easier than you actually even think you, you know, you might think you're doing it right. And then, you know, and then ultimately there's, there's so many more ways even you focus to make it harder. Well, I was, gonna, I was just about to say like the amount of times we, and I'm, I'm, I'm hundred percent admitting this, right? The amount of times we've done what's and I've got to get through like <laughs> 20 through things squats, yeah. and I get through, I start doing a squat, like in my head, I'm starting, I'm like, right, I'll focus on this. I'll do this. And then like, I've got to be honest, like you're, bashing through I'm like I can get through this less and I'm like then, then I'm just like right I'm bobbing through I'm like right, if I can feel myself bobbing through this happily am I really working the muscles <laughs> probably not I'm like just really getting good at moving my joints but not with the muscles really engaging so it's crazy like, you, when you think about it you know you go oh, I should probably be sitting back even just two inches further yeah oh I feel that a bit that's, that's working my legs a little bit more now yeah, and then oh, oh hang on my feet are a little, lifting off the floor a little bit here or twisting in let's push it you know try and spread the floor with my feet Wow, that becomes so much feel, harder. I feel like you're calling out all my bad squatting cues. Oh, maybe I'm rounding through the lower back and my head's going, <laughs> going yeah, just moving up right, and down. All right, Rob, we'll move on. So anyway, bulking over winter. <laughs> Be smart when bulking. Listen, winter's a natural time for bulking. It's I've like just done that. That's the, this, you, the you, you've completed the bulk. Okay. Now this, the, um, I feel like I'm getting um, called out uh, quite a bit here. Um, been a tough week, actually, Rob. Cheers. Um, no, we're, we're um, ah, snapped it again. Too loud. Um, bulking over winter. So when it's kind of a natural phase, right? A lot of people do it. Um, it you know, we're all wearing big baggy jumpers, possibly. You know, we want that extra bit of fat naturally in our mindset. And we're just surrounded by a lot of things, um, you know, more, should we say, treats and more you know, opportunities to eat bad. And there's the whole comfort thing. And it's, and people, you know, darker nights. I wonder if the, um, well, obviously, I know in terms of yearly, you know, the calendar, these companies play on the fact that, you know, our emotions are going to be up and down and and they know that they market certain foods to make us feel better what about coming out of lockdown do you think things have ramped up have you seen any different marketing in that particular respect like do you think they're well, going to be like i haven't seen any ms adverts recently and they're usually pretty like not just food it's ms food mm. and then you're looking at it, it's some like crazy chocolate pudding that they've just dipped the crust and it's like a goo in the middle and and that, but I never actually go and buy them anyway. No, but that's um, but I'm always looking. Yeah, they do look pretty good. Yeah, I've just wondered well. if there's uh, if anyone's noticed if, if you've fallen for the the marketing trick of like fueling December with all these treats because we've been in lockdown or re- restricted. I mean, we know, right? We all know, and I don't think it takes without being rude somebody who's studied nutrition and, and things like that. We all know that if we start to eat pretty crap and indulge in heavy foods and rich foods for too long we just start to feel a bit crap right we just start to feel lethargic um name the food just that one food that makes you feel like that pretty quickly what lethargic and crappy yeah. um to be weirdly uh i'd probably say lasagna yeah well, i was gonna say pizza but yeah it's kind of pizza the, is probably definitely only because I, I literally had i don't really have it that often but we had it the other day and no, within I, the I, hour i, agree with I was that. like oh. i agree with that and you know doughy i think it's yeah i was gonna say it depends what lasagna yeah. but you know if it's that like heavy sort of 
Oh, I'm going to call like gluten-y sort of, you know, mm. you know, you get that real like stodgy. Sometimes you get stodgy pastas, real creamy cheeses, meat, and and the thing, and, and the and the, the the tendency to overindulge with lasagna for me is so easy, and often yeah. it could be followed or, or linked with either some, you know, sometimes I often try to have it with salad because I know what I'm doing, um, and that's actually quite nice, but. Chips, garlic bread, they can always be there, right? Yeah. If you, especially if you're going out, right? And you're like, oh, you know, one of my favorite things as a kid was, the, was the pub uh, lasagna. That was literally, can you remember? Did you ever have one of those? Those like, little dishes. Oh, and they were like literally bubbling. And so you had yeah. to dip around the edge, you know. I think that was just the thing my parents taught me is go to the edge. It's not, you know, and work your way in. And, Molten and cheese. Yeah, it was. It's like dipping it in the gloopy ch- And like, yeah, don't get me wrong, that was a comforting thing, right? And, and so you, you relate to those things and you remember those things. Like, I mean, I don't know when that was, but I still remember it now. And, Anyway, we go back to bulking, you know, and it can be very tempting in this this time to have those winter warm foods with more bread uh, and things that we see as warming and comforting. And it's usually followed by, you know, maybe hot, more hot chocolates are kicking around. You know, I had one of those yesterday. We went for a walk and the only thing you can really do now is go to uh, a takeaway cafe. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, it was funny, we were walking and... Um, we actually did see friends by accident, but if anyone had seen us, they'd be like, no, yeah, right, just bumped into your friends of you. And you're, we actually did, and they were going to get a hot drink as well, so it was kind of like, we laughed. We are like, yeah, well, of course you're going to bump into people. It was, it was round, there was only one place to go, we were down the riverside, mm. um, got our takeaway drink. There are other places, but that's in the riverside, there's only one place. Um, and I got hot chocolate. I don't drink hot chocolate usually, but it was like, I think it was two or three in the afternoon, didn't want a coffee, not that the sugar content isn't going to keep me awake anyway in hot chocolate, but fancied a hot drink, um, and they're like, oh yeah, we do all this walking, and straight away, obviously, they talk to me about calories, like, oh, to, just to burn off the co- hot chocolate, and I was like, well, actually, um, how, how long have you walked for, because this has probably got uh, 350, 400 calories in, and, uh, but I didn't, uh, but it, rightly, we pretty much just walked down the hill, got hot chocolate, and ended up walking up the hill, I'm like, I've, I've actually consumed a lot more calories in that walk than what I've burnt off. That's not why I'm walking, mm-hmm. right? That's not the reason I'm going out for that exercise. But once again, how many times do you have these hot drinks that you probably don't even you know acknowledge as, as, as calories? But say sugar fueled, and there's a lot of sugar fueled stuff. When we're talking about people getting into this time, and we talked about in January doing like a, a bit of a bit of a bulk, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but a, a smart bulk, as I'd call it, not a dirty bulk. You hear about this, you know dirty bulking and how many people and and it was interesting I was speaking to some of the uh, younger lads who were in our gym at uh, Alcombe and he was like oh yeah I put on loads of muscle and then but then I did a cut and I dropped loads and oh, I lost all my muscle gain I was like uh, I was like, got oh, fat and got lean again. without being rude buddy you've, you've put on a lot of fat um, if you actually went into you know a proper body fat percentage you, you know unfortunately you know we, we're speaking to certain athletes have been speaking about recently on podcasts we listen to and they're like oh I put on like 30 pound yeah. and actually one pound of it was like yeah. muscle they they dro- when they it. dropped it all off yeah it was literally just a pound time, all that hard work of yeah. like 16 20 weeks of training hard dieting you know eating more then dieting dieting back off again and they've literally just gained one pound of muscle and and that's so not being rude but for, for someone who's a trained athlete that that's pretty much could be the process you have to do not necessarily but mm. for a lot of people who probably aren't as um consistently trained as the person we're, we're talking about is you know there is elements you can you can you can actually gain muscle in a deficit that that's that's doable right we're talking about trying to um possibly do like a a, a leaner bulk because we you know we want to focus on getting our nutrition right so when people talk about bulking they don't necessarily focus on nutrition you know it sounds like a weird thing they they go right i need to get x amount of calories in and i don't care where i get them from yeah that's fine if you just want to put on weight and get scale weight you might actually be able to lift more because of that 
But I also know from experience, and I know you do, that when we fuel ourselves with the right things, not just uh, crunching up clusters and, and whatever to, to, to ramp up the calories, that it's quite hard to eat. Uh, in a surplus yeah, well um, you know you do have to have we don't have to have actually that's a lie but it's sometimes a little bit easier if you put in you know a bit of honey here and there for sure some of those you know sugars that are quite you know yeah you need a few more calorific foods to but don't, not to the point of eating six donuts to get your you know that meal yeah to, to get and, um, and you see it don't you there's you a smarter go, way oh, of doing oh. it and having a bit of a yeah percentage of that daily eating as a as a kind of your cheat foods is almost that you, you look at them um we've done it in the past we've done different different sort of things well you, you remember I, I was walking around with a bag of bagels with peanut butter and jam inside and i was like this Dan is John. amazing Dan yeah. John. and uh but you, hey you got super strong right in terms of your numbers I did, if, but if then you were just measuring I, the lifting numbers when i dieted down again i got weak because yeah. your body's yeah so it's, it's one of them it's like putting all that effort into get yourself that that much you know that much further but then actually you're not because you just get knocked back down again when you i'd rather do it more gradually i think actually over the last i don't know i'd say 18 months to two years been pretty consistent training i think we've probably got stronger without realizing it and actually well, I, I, definitely I, you, yourself right there's one one um one point that sort of made this really sort of stand out is when we we started the program did a 10-week program after the first sort of summer lockdown um, and we did a testing week yeah. and we'd lifted a little bit before that, uh, but not really with any structure or anything like that. And then I think we set, we went to set like a, a three rep max or something. And I pretty much banged out the, the weight that I'd done years ago when I was actually training to the bench. This is on a bench press. Um, and that was, just, I was like, wow, that's, where's this strength come from? And that was just literally just by, I think, actually, I think that was down to getting more hours sleep across yeah. lockdown and how powerful that was um, to strength levels and recovery. And I just literally like, wow, this is crazy. Um, but I think, and going off on a tangent, that the extra strength has definitely helped hitting the ball further in golf. Now, that doesn't correlate to going straight, by the way, because my, yeah, it's going to be hooking, slicing everywhere, duffing it. But I'm still, still chopping it a bit, but that's now to practice. However, the strength has definitely increased the distance. I can hit a golf ball, so any golfers out there, there is a direct correlation between getting stronger and putting that, that strength yeah. into into sport. We, one of the big factors, as we said, touched on, is that is that sleep side of things. But once again, what what we looked at and during this time is is you can look at what you think is increasing your strength, okay, and look at things. And everyone's like, well, you need to be in a surplus. And don't get me wrong, creating a surplus, having more energy. By having more energy, you potentially have got extra energy and more mass to move mass. Mm. So you might want to lift that. So you've got to look at what your real goal is, right? When it's increasing or putting on lean body mass, like muscle mass, then yeah, think about it twice. Just because you're piling in crap calories and then storing more water, you know, and then this is what people do is they, they're piling in and, and what we're talking about is that sugar consumption and this time of year people are eating a lot more sugar and like, it's okay because I'm in a calorie surplus, I can do whatever and they literally just chuck it all in and actually they're probably not feeling that great, like you don't and sometimes you have, as you said, especially if you go, right, I've got a, a cheap meal, I have a pizza and you feel completely oh, it's terrible. awful I, and then, yeah. not be funny, stomach's in pieces as yeah. well, your digestive system's mm. struggling and then you think you're going to go and lift the strongest you can lift the following day, nah, sorry mate, 
it's not how it works. You might be heavier on the scale weight, and actually that might have a, a positive thing in your head where you go, well, actually, I'm heavier now, I should be able to lift heavier. And that could be true, and there's a bit of a placebo with that for sure. I know that every time I saw my scale weight go up, I was like, it, in some ways, it wasn't necessarily placebo, but I was almost telling myself, I need to lift heavier, because if not, I'm just putting on weight yeah. for no reason. And does that mean that I start to challenge myself more in the weights room? Possibly. Um, but after a time, I used to feel like, uh, and this is something you can do, I had to give myself a bit of a, uh, should I call it like a clean break? Like I used to have yeah, to go right. Deload of your. I'm gonna just drop the calories for a little bit, just to give my body some digestive rest, because mm. it just it felt under pressure, and I felt lethargic. I felt tired. I felt pretty crap, really. But I was like, but I'm doing it for the reason of getting stronger. But. Um, you know, when we've done it properly, and when actually, I go back to the time when I tried to put on as much muscle and get as lean as I could. When I was in a calorie surplus, I was still eating whole foods, majority, mm. you know, a lot of my food. Um, yeah, I had oats in there and whey, um, but a lot of it was, you know, lean meats, fish, greens, grains, you know, and, and certain things. And I, I, at that point, I took out all what I'd call obvious sugars, so any cakes, chocolates, I didn't do any of that. I didn't have any alcohol, um, you know. I basically stepped away from all chocolate and, and what, you'd, what you'd maybe call fun foods, um, yeah, which was, which was challenging in itself. But after a while, you look at the, how you feel. Until I started dieting, where I got pretty moody, but that's just because that's how I am, right? I need, I need food, personally. Mm. I just, it's a personal thing. A lot of people were fine with dropping down. Um, but... I felt pretty good in other aspects and I, I was getting stronger, um, probably eating similar sort of calories to what I'd been eating previously, if not less to begin with. And then, um, and even when I started to diet down, because I was retaining good food, just good nutrition, I still had the energy to perform um, and I was doing extra hit sessions and stuff like that. So, you know, fueling yourself with good foods, you can increase uh, muscle mass. If you're gonna do a, a bulk over this Christmas or whatever it is, or winter, Look at what you're currently doing. Look at what your body needs. If you've never done that before, then please start. Don't just go, wrong oh, I'm chucking in as much food. Eat big, get big. Yeah, you can do that. Mm. But then please, please, please be aware that when you then come down to cut down in whenever it be, March, April, May for your summer bod, that actually, yeah, you're going to drop all your size, all your gains, as you believe. Because a lot of it was fat, was water, was carbohydrate, you know, retention of, you know, stores which... Just actually, you you just burnt back off again. It's just like you've put a surplus, and actually, you've probably gained a load of fat and then dropped a load of fat. And as you said, in terms of actual lean muscle mass, it might not be anything. So, I mean, the science of it, you what people think like, oh, I must, I'll eat more, I'll get bigger. Like you said, you, you're probably gaining water and, and fat. There's no way you can just drive in the calories and expect it to go straight into your muscles. Imagine, like, that, imagine like it's it's almost like Popeye. Yeah, I'll eat spinach, but imagine that's junk food, and it literally pumps my bicep up. It's not, it doesn't work like that way. The only way you can add lean muscle mass is to, you know, to, to force the muscles to adapt, get stronger and bigger. You know, hypertrophy of the muscles happens through training. And uh, it can't, the food is just literally the fuel to try and help you do that. And if you're consuming more sugars and things like that, then uh, so inevitably it will lead to more sort of fat gain. So to dirty bulk can get you so far, as you've said, you can gain weight, but will it actually correlate to more muscle? No. Yeah, I think, so, I mean, this is the this is the hard thing, isn't it? Because everyone thinks that you're gaining more muscle if you're lifting more weights, and that's kind of the be-all and end-all. And actually, you do put on certain size, so you can look, possibly, feel like you look better because you've increased in size. And that might be something that you want to see visually, but you've got to remember that 
if you're then going to flip around in three months' time and go, oh, okay, cool, perfect, now I want to see my abs. Mm. And then you're like telling your body a completely different story by you know restricting the calories, but you've not actually increased muscle or, or done those things no. necessarily. What about um, Eddie Hall when he went from his 10,000 know, calorie strongman diet? Basically, yeah. he, he cut up and he, he, he dropped half of it, didn't he? I think he went to like 5,000 calories and he was still, which is an insane amount, but he, he's obviously a big man and he lifts a lot. Um, but he instantly like, not instantly, obviously it took time, but in a short space of time, he actually got really lean for his size compared to when he used to be lifting for strongman and he had a belly and everything and he had the strength under there, you know, all that body fat, just shedded it off by ditching half the calories that he consumed on a day. Yeah, and, and I mean, this is the hard thing is when That's people extreme. look at these, you've got people who are, you know, li- listen, this guy, we're talking, we're talking the world's strongest man. I'm not saying I know what he consumes other than food, but um, I'm guessing he's possibly dabbled in certain bits and pieces, which might not be the normal. It may not be what an everyday person's doing, and I don't advise the everyday person to do that, um, for sure. But also, his lifestyle, his training. Before he was the world's strongest man, he was an, he was an athlete, right? The guy, you know, is very athletic. He's been training, and nobody's trained like him, in the, in, you know, do you know what I mean? on a regular basis, like, you know, the general public. You know, even us who get to train almost daily haven't trained anywhere near to his yeah. extent. So, you know, comparing, you then, know, apples with oranges a little there's bit. There's another sort one of thing. There on that, the uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah. Remember when he, his, his diet, apparently, his daily eating uh, plan got, publicized and maybe it's just a marketing thing like a media thing he probably ate this once and someone's like oh that's his diet that's his daily diet that become a thing and people were trying to eat like the rock and they were they were like half the size you know not oh, half the weight what of a legend him. that guy is though they did yeah tell well, me what he eats i want to look like yeah him. exactly so they think oh i'm gonna eat his diet and it was some stupid amount of calories and volume of food um, and funny enough, they Do you just get his winning smile as well and his eyebrow because <laughs> that's eyebrow part lifting, of it. Yeah, yeah. rock says that's my best impression. By but the I think way, in so. terms of how to approach a bulk, um, you've probably got your own sort of ideas on this. But we will. I've always thought if you keep the majority of your food the same, um, and it doesn't have, you don't have to be in a massive surplus. That's what we're getting at, really. And it's got to be literally a, a bit, you know, a bit over what you normally would eat, just enough to fuel your your performance and your training in the gym. It could be you add one thing or a couple of things in that when you want to take it back down to your maintenance or a slight diet you take them back out again so we've had so for our, some of our american friends you know, they they would put in like a chocolate shake like this uh, uh, I can't, there's um, a brand but it might be that they just down a, you know a, a pint of chocolate milk or whatever it is that yeah. is the equi- you know, equivalent of it has some sugars in there of course but that's like adding a couple of hundred calories and that's the thing they do and then they take it out um, there's things like that, that can be make you can make it so much easier than having to complicate the the whole sort of bulking process or the getting stronger or whatever it is that you, you, your goal Com- is. Commit to the training as well. Like you know, when you're bulking, it's a it's not necessarily just going to be easy and smooth of eating loads of fun, whatever. You can do that for sure, but just understand that the outcome is the outcome. You know, it's not a shortcut to you know I can eat as much as I physically want. I'm going to put on loads of size. We talked about this time and time again. If you're going to do it try and eat with fuel, foods that fuel your body correctly and then obviously optimally you'll be able to lift better if yeah. you're just we said before chucking in sugar chucking in fats chucking in 
you know, hyperpalatable foods that actually have got loads of things in that you know aren't necessarily beneficial to your body, then understand that your body isn't going to just go, hmm, it doesn't matter what you're putting into me, I'm just going to use this and turn it into muscle because I'm that sort of hero. You're going to have struggles. You've got to work, think, all right, well, actually, what's optimal? What works well for my body? Well, am I hitting any sort of protein intake? Am I even concentrating on that? Am I actually sacrificing and having a shed ton of, you know, especially with some of these shakes that you can buy, like, oh, okay, I'm going to have, right, four, five, six hundred calories worth of shake. Um, um, and you know it's only giving me 40 grams worth of protein or can I whack in two medium sized chicken breasts for instance or a large chicken breasts with you know certain other greens and fuels and that and we're actually going to get a lot more in terms of protein oh yeah but you won't get your calories up that way no mm. you're right you I might not okay might, um it might take a little bit more work, yeah, uh, for sure. Cook it for sure, but, but also one, one of the things I would I, I often try and do as an approach um, is hit my uh, my protein and the things I know that are really beneficial early on and then. If I get to the evening where I want something a little bit more, as I would like to call slutty foods, if I wanted something that's a little bit more dirty, um, I can kind of get away with it because I know, if I'm, you know, I'm not, I know I'm not going to be getting a lot of protein out of those sorts of foods. Those yeah. sorts of sugary treats that you have, especially over the Christmas time, you know, they're not. So th- this would be my Christmas hack to bulking or, or January or whatever it is going to be, right? Especially when you've got. You know, advent calendars or chocolates around or family sweets and boots or whatever, and, and actually you've bought them this year, and the reality is. You're not going to see half the amount of people you would have seen, so you've just got twice the amount of chocolates and sweets, but you buy them every year. I always buy roses. I'm mm. going to buy roses. Roses are terrible, by the way. No offense to roses, Cadbury's. It just kind of feels like they've gone downhill. Um, you've got to go, right, well, actually, how do I get to a point where if I do have these, it's not going to be the end of the world and I'm still getting on focus? Well, do you know what? I might start the morning with my advent chocolate if that's the person you are. Brilliant. It's not the greatest way to start your day for sure. And kind of like anything, it gets you on that point of hmm, sweet foods. Uh, I mean, mm. that's, that's nice. As I a kid, that. yeah. that's the thing you look forward to. Yeah. Um, and and fine, you might save it for the evening. But if you went, right, I'm going to start off and hit my protein early, get some good greens in. I at least want two two good portions of greens ideally with every meal fantastic get the fiber in as well um but you know i'm hitting my protein i'm getting lean proteins i've done this so even by say two three o'clock in the afternoon you've kind of hit your or there they're about to hit your protein intake and you've not got to find yourself eating all sorts of weird stuff in the evening um it might be that you go right well actually i've done that and i know at the end of the evening i've always got this sort of snack that i like to have that's got protein in it that's going to get me to where i need to be brilliant you could do that um you could even save your shake for the evening because that's something sweeter you know if you have got a, a, a chocolate shake or a strawberry shake or whatever and you're like actually i quite like this i'm gonna have that in the evenings or add some whey to yogurt which i always do and i've spoken about that for years and always enjoy that um you know but i know that i've hit the majority of my targets for it's optimal for my body my greens i've got good water intake you know i'm hitting the lean protein from got the majority from other foods then do you know what come the evening if i if i decide to have a bit of a, uh, a treat as i say or or if that's what you want to call it, um, then it's not the end of the world because I've hit the main no. things that my body needs to be able to produce, and I'm pushing myself with the right with the right training. You know, I've got that in in play. Um, I think we're probably going to get a question on what's the best um, bulking supplement then. So, what's what shakes do you recommend? Because um, we've said about that, and it's probably the most convenient way to get things in because you're not going to feel as you know you consuming a liquid. It's going to be a bit more easier to digest and things, and uh, you're not going to go to bed feeling like you're trying to digest food. But we've we've had some really calorific um protein sort of combos in there that they've been full full of carbs and there's some great things in them but but they come with a shovel literally is a shovel it's it's, uh one of them if you took a full serving you'd have an extra thousand like something like 1067 calories a day from the by the way you just can't get a shaker big enough like we actually had to quarter them quarter the shake quarter the servings didn't we to be able to get a 250 calorie little um it's yeah it's crazy so don't don't believe there's a a super supplement out there it doesn't have to be that you could literally have 
a scoop of whey protein in some you know semi-skim milk and that'd be perfect for you if you can tolerate dairy and stuff um that'd be like you know, 300 calories if that maybe I don't yeah know. And, and once again a nice way of doing this you know if you want to bulk it out and add some calories you could add maybe a scoop of oats you could add if you are you know you've got to remember these are all highly caloric things but you might add some peanut butter people like to add to certain things some people um if they add a piece of fruit or a couple of pieces of fruit in there which you know isn't a bad thing because they can you get other benefits obviously from that fruit um when you go and say it might just be that you want it cold you know you can do different things you can obviously play around and say with the things you mix them with if you want less calories water versus milk you I know the, uh, um, if you compare the food say if you were to do that oh yeah you've got oats you've got milk whey protein some fruit in there that's such a calorific meal i can't be putting 400 calories in on the flip side that person would be more than happy to just smash through you know 20 roses oh yeah well, i say you're right roses are terrible but you know those sorts of chocolates which probably about 49 calories a, a bite i love it about 49 <laughs> I, 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 think, I pulled Roughly. that number out of my head because i think that's kind of where on average they're that yeah, those yeah. sorts of things are about say, 50 calories a bite. Oh, mate, so, well, you smash back about 600 that, calories. 10 of them. Oh, easy. easy, easy. No drama. But you, but then you'd you know, quibble at, oh, I can't have another meal. Oh, I can't, can't really eat that. That's a lot of food. Yeah, and actually, You've if you were to do that, that shake, whatever, that might take you a, a bit probably before work. Uh, you'd say, imagine doing that a bit before work and a bit when you got to work and then you have meals. Yeah, you can start to get those calories in the right way. So, um, yeah, when you're thinking about bulk and actually focus on it rather than just going, yeah, I'm going to eat loads of crap, I'm going to bulk, I'm bulk. It's not an excuse just to eat whatever you want to eat. you know what? Do it really. if you want to do it, please, as well. This is the other thing I want to say to people is we're not here just going, oh, you can't do this, you must be dieting over crisp. Listen, I will not it's be... definitely not the right time to probably Definitely diet. not Stresses. going to be trying to lean up over crisp. Christmas, all right. I might get a reaction where that happens because I add more training. And you know, if you can't focus on being in a calorie deficit, but yet you're not doing anything, well, actually increasing your training, getting some good habits in, um, you know, you might actually lean up a little bit just because you've say you're not walking a great deal at the moment. You increase your walking, you increase your water intake, you start to do a bit of resistance training. You know what? You might get a, a positive effect without dieting as such um, and feel fantastic. I think we're going to sort of wrap it up there because we've got to um, obviously get one of our good habits of training back in now. Yeah. Um, what I've little note just finishing up on is it does not matter how good your training program is, the sets, the reps, even if you're going into things like tempo, pause, all of that, doesn't matter how fancy, if you had bands, chains, whatever you want to do to make it look good. If you have poor sleep, poor hydration, and you're fueled by terrible nutrition, you are never going to be as optimally strong as you want to be. Um, you Who know, said that? me. Boom. Yeah, it's quite profound. <laughs> Who said that? Oh, yeah. it's, always, it's always me chatting the rubbish at the other end. Of the, you know, it's nothing, nothing I know, I know yeah. <laughs> you like, sometimes like we, we um, obviously read quite a lot and yeah, yeah. watch things. Uh, but that's, uh, that's quite a profound like quote. One? Yeah, yeah, I like that. So let's... Um, that's unbelievable. I've impressed Rob let's today. Let's put that onto a yeah, and That's, that's, that's a basically graphic. my day done, guys. I'm going to uh, drop the mic. And uh, guys, peace, take care, be good. Lockdown 2.0 is over. Get yourselves back in the gyms, train smart, you know ask questions we're here to help we want to help uh, lots of exciting things maybe set some new goals now if you don't know how to set goals smartly there you go a little acronym mm-hmm. to look at for goal setting smart uh, do that have a look at that get involved ask questions follow our social medias hopefully there'll be something there to help you um, you know whether it be on Facebook YouTube Instagram we're going to start to ramp up and say new projects coming in the new year which hopefully will help a lot of people new programs to be uh, accessed for plug and play anywhere anytime at home at gym in your garage whatever it may be we're going to be there to support you 2021 is going to be obviously a huge year you know what we always talk about don't wait till the new year to start 100% don't let's get cracking now let's get the ball rolling it's a lot easier if you're a moving thing rather than starting from dead start we've got a good month's worth of exercise where there's not too much distraction get involved now and uh, let's rock it <laughs>